the potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. Because <laughs> they raping everybody out here. Should, now, a, should a Jewish I baker think, be required to bake a I Nazi think wedding Muslim cake? Millionaires and billionaires. Yeah, how about that? It feels kind of like we're up the creek. Only an alert and knowledgeable citizenry. I'm the boss. That's how about right. that? And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down. Well, I'm not a crook. If we were facing an alien threat from outside this world. Had your kids, had your wife. Whole binders full of, uh, of women. You just gotta keep on paddling. You know, I got talking blood, man. Streaming stuff going on, on, the, on the, the internet. We must never let the weight of this combination endanger our liberties or democratic processes. <laughs> Welcome to Up the Creek. I don't, you want to jump in here, start talking about this shit? Yeah, so I was going to say, uh, <clears throat> speaking of thick, uh, Gina Carano fired from The Mandalorian. Man. That's what, that's what came to my mind. <laughs> you know, she... She got thick too. <laughs> yeah, but it's a nice thick. It's yeah, not, you know, yeah. not like we're joking about us being fat guys, but like she's, yeah, she still whoop our like ass. Maybe a couple C's. Right. Yeah. Not <laughs> two C's, not like three or four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was noticing when I was watching that last season of Mandalorian, I was like, man, she used to be a lot skinnier, but she's still, I mean, I wouldn't fucking, that woman would destroy 90% of men. I remember used to, I, this is years ago, but when I saw her in the UFC, and I was like, oh, fuck. I mean, just whooping every girl's ass. And then, like, every champ, you know, because she was world champion, I think, for a while. Um, I think Ronda Rousey came in, and then, you know, like, other women. And I don't follow UFC yeah. really anymore. Like, I barely followed it back then, but... Yeah, but anyways, I guess you want to discuss why she got fired? Yeah, so she basically posted a meme comparing the political climate of today to kind of the rise of the Nazis, you know, taking out all their Nazi anger in the Jews mm -hmm. and kind of referencing kind of more of the left assaulting the right as far as things like cancel culture and, you know, what you can, can and cannot say, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And actually probably more of an accurate take on the situation. Not that I think any modern claim that somebody's a Nazi is really ever accurate, but the one that she was using, I think is a lot more believable than, you know, somebody in Antifa just, he's a Nazi. He's not burning buildings with us. He's a Nazi, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's been kind of the norm. So basically it's okay to call people on the right Nazis, but you can't call people on the left Nazis, even if they're actually being Nazis and right. Right. Because this isn't the first time they've tried to get her fired from Mandalorian just because she's, you know, not either silent or lockstep liberal. You know, that, uh, how she described it when it was a real thing, the Nazis basically making their neighbors hate the Jews, you know? Right. And, and that really happened. And that's really happening right now with conservatives. Or really anybody who disagrees with the the left, mm -hmm. you know, we see it all over social media. Uh, right. Non mask wearers, you know, it's the same kind of thing. You know, it's it's becoming okay, and I think we've talked about it on here before. But um, the uh, um, uh, 
like punch a Nazi. You know, the left they always used to say it's okay to punch a Nazi and stuff like that. You know, so right. it's 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 becoming from through the uh, the uh, uh, court of public opinion, it's okay to assault somebody. You know, and that's not okay. So, and then she got fired. So it's like you guys just kind of proved her point. You know, right? <clears throat> I think you know. I so I reading this book, Scarlet Memorial. And, uh, you know, it's kind of about the Red Guards in China in the 60s during the Cultural Revolution. And it's really hard to not read that and then think of places, or not places, uh, groups like Antifa. Uh And then some of this stuff going on with cancel culture. Not that it's to the level that the Red Guards was or that we're really even going to see that. But the idea there was Mao fancied himself as sort of a, a purist when it came to Marxism or, you know, mm. communism or whatever. And he thought the party was drifting away from that. And so they started encouraging uh, school age, fighting age boys and men, right? So high school, college age to go and be purists and challenge anybody who wasn't pure and, you know, run them out of town, basically. And they gave mm-hmm. them armbands and jackets. They told the police and the army to, you know, stand down and let them have their way. And so, that's what you started seeing. Anybody who wasn't towing that party line got ran out of town and it created that culture of, uh, the red guard people felt empowered, uh-huh. you know, to do whatever they wanted. And then it ended up getting bloody in a lot of places. Like it turned into open fighting and it got to where if you weren't with them, you know, then you were against them and then you were, uh, dehumanized. Right. So you can, if you just Google like the, whatever steps of genocide, you know, you just kind of go down that list. And once you reach a point where the enemy is subhuman, right. Kind of like the Jews in Germany, Uh uh, then shit gets really bad. And this is what it starts with. It always starts with this sort of cancel culture thing. Right. And it's always about ideas. Yeah. Well, what you just said, you know, uh, they tell police, they told the police to stand down um, and the military to stand down and just kind of let it happen. Well, what did we see all summer? In Portland, in Portland, absolutely. I mean, they they t- they told them across all these cities, not just Portland, but all these cities, don't do anything, just let them let them do their thing. People got fucking killed, you yeah. know. I mean, people got uh, sent to the hospital. People got uh, well. We were talking about earlier. Just the list goes on and on and on of stuff that happened all summer, and they they were politicians, you know, local governments and and state governments told them just don't do anything. Let him. Right. Let, let, it's like that's not okay. That's following right in the footsteps of communism. I mean, we're really doing it. It emboldens them. And yeah. And what they ended up doing with the Red Guards is it got so carried away in some of the cities that they ended up. They did end up kind of using the army and the police to kind of run them out of the cities and say, "Hey, you know, that's enough." Yeah. But then they just went into the countryside, and, and things were even worse in the countryside because people that didn't live in the cities were used to kind of doing things their own way anyway and didn't really pay attention to the politics of the day in a lot of ways. So I don't know. Maybe we'll see that here. Yeah. I think the one big thing, and you know, I, we hear it all the time though, but we got guns. A lot of us have guns and I'm not saying that's going to, it's not the, uh, it would definitely help. Doesn't mean because Antifa, if we got guns, it's like people like Antifa, they can have guns too. Um, right. It kind of just goes, I guess, to, well, people like us, I guess, I'm going to go out on a limb and say we're probably better trained. We've been around guns our whole lives. 
we we just know more, you know. Um, right. A lot of military, you know, that are think think just like us. Um, the that being said, you know, during the summer, I watched uh, many not watched, sorry, read many Reddit uh, subreddits, and Antifa were t- like they were they were helping each other. They were training for it. They were you know explaining how AKs work and you know explaining how to I don't know change out magazines and clear a jam and. They had videos, training videos the guys made. So, like, they're not stupid. Um, So, yeah, we got guns at the same time. They also have guns. So, but I I think think training, like I said, being around them would would definitely help. Because a lot of these guys and girls in Antifa and Black Lives Matter, this was their first time ever maybe buying a gun or using a gun or holding a gun. I mean, you know, we've had them since we were, you know, little ones or been right. around them, I guess. Well, and so <clears throat> that's a good segue into the, uh, Phoenix ammunition in Michigan mm-hmm. saying they're not going to do business with Biden voters yeah, because Biden's not for the two a. Right. I think it's fantastic. Obviously yeah. it's just, a um, a stunt, a PR stunt. I mean, I, I bet them by them doing that, they've probably had so much traffic on their website in the last yeah um but hey cool good for them um i'm not mad at it i i went to their website and i checked they're out of everything so it didn't really matter at the time for a long time i think it's you know as much as much as it sucks to see kind of going down the train of of hyperbole and you know brinksmanship i kind of think it's necessary because the reality is we are in this world with this out of control cancel cancel culture attitude and there is this war a culture war and you know a war on language and things like that so people on the right a lot of times especially because a lot of us tend to have at least some libertarian sensibilities Hmm. oh private company do what you want oh just go somewhere else and that's fine but you can't just perpetually not do anything because then you will eventually run out of places to go right like you can't just Hmm. say get off my lawn because eventually if nobody there even believes in the concept of your lawn, then that means nothing to say, get off my lawn because to them, none of that shit even exists. Uh So I'm for companies like Phoenix, you know, their thing is the gun thing. So that's what they bring up. I, I I hope we see more uh, companies kind of that are more conservative standing up for things that they like, as opposed to just this constant cowering to the, yeah. woke mob corporate crap corporate compliance and crap like that yeah they definitely should too we'll see you gotta uh, you gotta believe in something if not I think it was on a movie it said if you gotta believe in something if not you'll fall for anything yeah and but it, it, it was a quote on a movie I believe I, that may have been actually said by somebody don't stand there. for something you'll fall for anything that's what it is yeah um, right it, and it's the same one uh, we've said before you know if you don't if you don't pick a religion, one will be assigned to you. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. We all kind of fall into that kind of cult-like behavior and just the way we think and the way we go about stuff. Tribes. You know, cult is the first part of the word culture. So we don't necessarily have to view all this stuff as super negative. It just, you know, it is what it is. Some yeah. are better than others. Right, right. Well, the the uh, the media has done a great job of... Uh, making the word cult into something bad also. 
Sure. They did that. Well, a I mean, long it kind of is bad, but it's well, yes. It doesn't if we're using it as a description of like how people act and how people can be attracted to things, then I think it's something to consider because yeah. I mean, in culture, right? It's a group of people who do kind of the same things and view the world a certain way. It's one. It's yeah. Looser cult, you know. You like when we think of cult, we tend to think of like you know Heaven's Gate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, or or whatever. Mm -hmm. Anyway, on the on the whole division, you know, people seeking out their stuff. I mean, like Gina Carano, she was going to partner with uh, Ben Shapiro of Daily Wire Mm -hmm. and and start trying to produce movies. And I know. uh, Shapiro's talked about that for a while. And that's one thing I think kind of the gripe with like Gab and Parler and, you know, anything the right tries to do that always ends up sucking compared to like the mainstream. Sure. Yeah. The lack of kind of non-political stuff or like art, you know, which could be movies. Yeah. Things like that. Left-wing people are generally more creative than the, the right wing. It's how people, it's how we think. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Mixed. I mean, I, I get that. I do. But I, I wonder sometimes because, you know, like even Hollywood and, and stuff like that, mm-hmm. th- those things weren't always as political as they were today, you know, so they were just the place you went. Well, now that giant established juggernaut has for years now farmed the left wing thing and is kicking out the right wing stuff. So, you know, those people are out there. It's just there's not another apparatus form and and anything that is going to happen is going to have to start from scratch and it's going to take time to catch up to something that's been oh yeah you know old machine for 50 years yeah i would love to see a right-wing hollywood i don't even want to call it that i just yeah, would, i don't need uh, because it's not even right wing it's like yeah. just don't freaking preach to me about social gospel bullshit don't just, just make a good movie with an entertaining plot that speaks to human you know right. just the human experience and it's uh see every commercial you see on TV, so many TV shows they have they want to ram the you know the uh, the Black Lives Matter stuff down your throat. It's like yeah, I, I I don't I have black friends. I don't like I me personally I don't dislike black people. I don't understand. I, but it's like also I'm not a religious guy, so I get annoyed when when people want to ram the religious thing down your throat or anything. Like, you have your beliefs, cool, awesome, we can talk about it, and that's fine, but there comes a point when it's like, not everything that the, not every conversation we need to have needs to turn into, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, every time I turn on the TV, I don't need to see a Black Lives Matter commercial. Cool. One here and there, all right, no big deal. But it's like, Jesus Christ, God, like, just stop. And and it goes with with anything, you know, that, like, uh, someone's beliefs or something like that. Well, and so that, that rings into the, uh, you know, president of France and some French politicians saying, hey, some of this American wokeism stuff, we're not we're not doing this because it's, you know, against French heritage and stuff like that. So, you know, when when the French are telling you that you're too woke, that's you, bad. You know, you've gone a little too far. So. <laughs> no shit. Of all people, the, the country that has open orgies, you know, and it's not a big deal. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty fucking liberal, man. If if they're telling yep. you you're being too too uh, too liberal, I guess, or too woke, then it's it is time, it's time to stop. Yeah, and then speaking on that divide, the uh, the David Hogg, the kid from the uh, school shooting in Florida, 
mm-hmm. his pillow company called uh, Good Pillow. He's going to go compete with Mike Lindell, the founder of My Pillow. So there is now right wing pillows and left wing pillows. I'm going to go buy a My Pillow now. <laughs> you know, I had one. I didn't really care for it. It was it was too hot and too yeah. too. It pushed back on my head too much, so I feel like it was always giving me a headache. But uh, anyway, I, where I wanted to go with this was, how do you have a last name like Hog and then <laughs> and, not call it pillow like the fat <laughs> hog or like yeah. the thick hog, like wood or like yeah. long hog? Like, <laughs> like instead he goes with good pillow, and then you know it's going to be a bunch of woke crap. You know, like oh, oh environmentally yeah. friendly, eco bullshit. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I would think if I was him his TV commercial would be, you know, like two scantily clad babes having a pillow fight. And yeah. one of them has, has the hog. And then the other one has a, my pillow. <laughs> right. And just, right? <laughs> you know, ours they, just, are, they just start talking about how they like the hog a lot better, yeah. you know, cause it's, it's thick and soft. Yeah. This, this hog is so much thicker and better, you know, <laughs> there's right. so many avenues you could go with that last name. Oh yeah. Yep. And Absolutely. I, where was he? Was from Texas, right? That school shooting or whatever. Uh, that one was in Florida. Florida, that okay. Howard County. Yeah, he jumped up and. Marjory Stoneman High or something like that. Yeah, which is a sad deal, but mm-hmm. he he's an opportunist. Can't sure. get can't get mad at him for that though. He took advantage of a he took advantage of a tragedy. <laughs> I think what's going to suck for him is that, uh, you know, my pillow didn't wasn't always like this political thing, you know, when it started. I think it was just the infomercial pillow, but uh, now that it has become so political, and the Mike Lindell guy has become mm-hmm. a lightning rod in his own way, uh, people buy those things because they're advertised on, you know, Hannity's radio show or Fox News or whatever. Yeah. And I don't think the good pillow crowd thinks like that. So I would think he would have a harder time catching on unless, you know, stores just start pushing it. Well, I think that would be the thing. Wokeness, man. You got to boost your social score. People people who do that, do they go out and rush to businesses over their wokeness? No, but I think so. Think about this. Bed, bath and beyond. I'm pretty sure they sell my pillows. I think they do. Yeah, so are they going to drop my pillow? And I think they did. Really? So they'll yeah. pick up good pillow. Um, I don't know. I, but, I don't, then, but then all the people who wanted my pillow. Stop. I mean, see what I mean? Like they'll go out of their way to. Yeah, just buy one on the internet. I don't know. Right. I just. I don't think your average consumer is going to go buy the pillow because of woke, scrawny dude. I I'd think my one is called the hog. Yeah. I mean, maybe I come up with a better name. <laughs> no, um, you know, nope, I want fat, I, thick hog. <laughs> he should have called it thick hog or something. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it would have been great. Like, and had it on the fucking pillow, you know, and then had all his advertisement be like innuendo. Oh, absolutely. But I think, you know, places, JC Penny, I don't know if they're even still in, in business, but all these corporations, you know, they want to boost their social score. So, I could see them doing that and them dropping anything like my pillow. And then as a consumer, you're just there trying to buy a fucking pillow and it's there. I don't know. Right. Well, you want to jump into the next one? Um, pedophilia is not a crime. 
says the Rutgers professor Margot Kaplan. Yeah, so this has been peeking its head up for a while now, Mm -hmm. and I think there's other countries that already kind of treat it like this. Uh, The argument in a nutshell is basically mental disorder, Mm -hmm. and that these are people who need, you know, mental treatment and stuff like that, which I guess I kind of get, but at the same time, like, dude, if you do something to kids, like, you deserve death. Yeah. And I, I don't even, like, know how to, like, I mean, it, it, I literally, I, I mean it, you know? Yeah, like, me, me too. So let's, let's just play, play devil's advocate and say this woman's right. And it is a mental disorder. Okay, cool. At the same time, nobody, you, you, might, you may have this attraction towards children, but you are still going out of your way and doing that to the children. Your mental disorder didn't take over every bit and, and physically make you go harm this kid. So I guess you could call it a mental disorder. It still doesn't make it fucking right. I feel like that by these people calling it a mental disorder, they're trying to take away from the victim, and you know the the, the bad guy is is the victim. You know, it's a, right. it's like that's no, that's not okay. There's children, helpless children that didn't do anything, and some fucking creep, mostly dudes, has a weird attraction towards kids. Well, I don't know, fucking cut their dick off. If you no, I, if that's if I it's agree. a mental disorder, then get rid of their. I mean, so they can't do anything. I actually think there's somewhere in the world where that is the penalty is like chemical castration. castration. Yeah, I was actually just reading about that, and I forget what country it's in. Um, probably, rough. probably they're they're really you know they're starting to figure things out. They still got a lot of lot of a uh, lot of stuff to fi- to. They're not there yet, you know, but uh, they're getting there. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like you know they're. Us and Russia are slowly doing this, you know, and then at some point it's going to be yep. like that. Yeah. I think a big part of it is, you know, if you see a lot of European countries, there's still a lot that are ridiculous. Um, but we see, you know, after the censorship thing, Poland, Germany, a lot of them were like these chancellors or whatever, their parliament. Mm-hmm. They were coming out and saying, hey, this is a bad idea, you know. You guys shouldn't be censoring. It's like because they they what's that the State Farm commercial? We we know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. I mean right. they've they've recently in re, very recent history have been through this same kind of shit and they realize how bad this can turn out. Right. And I, you know, United States is very cocky. We are even the people like Antifa because you know we are very. We're anti-communist, but you still got, like, when we say uh, anything, really, besides communism, we can do it better. You know, that's kind of our attitude. You know, that's just how Americans' attitude are. So you still have these Antifa people, and, you know, even though uh, socialism has been tried in, you know, however many damn countries, and it's always failed, well, we're Americans. We can do it better. So we have this. Even those kind of people have this level of cockiness. And I don't know. I think that's probably a downfall for us because it's... We can do this better, and uh, it's not going to turn out any better. But we'll, see, you know, yeah. So did you see the uh, <clears throat> the one about the hacker hacked into the water treatment plant yeah. outside of? Yeah. Yep. He introduced a whole bunch more lye, which is the chemical that they use to to treat the water, uh-huh. up to like toxic levels for a short time before somebody caught it. Uh-huh. So I don't know. You got to wonder how much that goes on and how much they protect against stuff like that because he just used 
a team viewer, which is just a you yeah. know, computer to computer remote access app. It's everywhere. Exactly. Um, didn't take much. I'm curious the actual level of hacking that went into that. Because yeah, so what I read was that, yeah, I mean, yeah, hacking, right? Sounds like it was matrix lines of code, but right. um, it seems like he just got in through TeamViewer, which tells me an account or something. Right. And the person in that station just kind of didn't pay a ton of attention to it because I guess for whatever reason on that computer was fairly common for other people to get in and do something. Uh-huh. And, uh, so they just ignored it for a little bit until they realized that something wasn't right. Yeah, I think I said they, they bumped their levels up. It's supposed to be 100 parts per million or something like that, and it jumped up to like 1,100 or something. It was a lot, a huge difference. Um, but I wonder how, how uh, government would handle that, because even in Michigan, or in Flint, right, where mm-hmm. they had the Legionnaire's disease because all the bad pipes and stuff yeah. that they didn't fix. I mean, how many hundreds of people got sick and people died over that, and there has still been... Almost no justice from a government standpoint because water is a government thing. So if a government facility has lack security and the water supply gets poisoned, how many hundreds or thousands of people drink it or use it mm-hmm. and get affected by it? And then what do they do in response to that? You know, they just go, oh, shucks, sorry this happened, you know? Yeah, well, our bad, yeah, because that is what happens. You would think you'd go even just sue those, you know, sue the government, but you really can't. So right, fucked up shit, man. That it is. So, I guess uh, one. This was actually on here last week, and I don't know if I think we just forgot to talk about it, or we maybe didn't have time. But uh, one good thing. Now I don't know. I mean, supposedly the Biden administration is is in full support about doing the next moon landing. You know, um, mm-hmm. which I'm. Hey, good. That's cool. Um, it's not going to happen in 2024. Like, I mean, they're just don't, they don't have the funds for it. Um, because we sent, you know, $300 billion to Pakistan to study trannies. So, um, you know, we could have saved that and went to the moon again. It's funny though, in the article, it makes a good point to say what that Jen, Jennifer, what is her name? Jen Pansky or whatever the fucking, uh, press secretary is. Um, she says with a man and a woman will go to the moon. <laughs> I just right. think, okay, cool. <laughs> I don't just, but I think yeah. if we're going to do it, fucking just get with SpaceX, have them fucking take us there. You know, well, I think that they're actually kind of terrified of that because if a private company does it before government does it, even oh. if the government is paying money to the private company to do it, uh, that I think is a big statement sort of against government or outside the scope of government, right? Because it's all about perception and power and control Yeah. and talk about space freedom all we want. As soon as government gets up there, that shit's out the window. It's going to be absolutely about resource claiming and who gets what. I mean, hell, that's part of the reason there's a damn space force. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I think a guy like Musk goes to the moon and does whatever he wants. We're still a long ways from that. But I think on some level in government, they have those conversations and, and it terrifies them from the top down, in my opinion. Oh, absolutely. It's like the, I mean, I wouldn't say it's like the last, you know, uncharted territory because you really can't do a whole lot there, but it kind of still is. I mean, and, and if you can put a moon base, you know, instead of, if the government could put a moon base, they would be much happier than Elon Musk building a, I don't know, you know, a, a, a city up there, you know. 
Right. But next thing in space, um, the uh, Ingenuity drone from the oh, what the hell is the rover called? I forgot the name of it. It's, it's uh, going to be there. It should land next week. I yeah, believe. next week. So, did, did you, have you read on the Ingenuity drone that they strapped to the belly of it? Yeah, yeah. It's actually, it's you know, you don't think about it a lot, but in Mars, the atmosphere is so thin. What was it? It'd be like flying at a hundred thousand feet altitude. Yeah, yeah. So you think about a helicopter, the blades have to spin to, you know, move air to produce lift. Right. So how do you do that somewhere where there's no air, no air to move? Right. It says ninety seconds of flight time, and I think it'll. It's only going to have, I think, if I remember right, like nine flights. It's not even going to be. Yeah, it's just a test. It's super duper light too. Four so. pounds, yeah, four pounds, and it gets so damn cold there. The they were joking that it's really just a a heater that flies every once in a while because they have to spend right in between flights heating the the lithium ion batteries so they don't just go to shit. But it's still pretty cool. You know, we'll get to see some uh, I don't know some pictures because it has two cameras, uh, one that faces down, one that faces forwards. So. I don't know. The first flight, it said it's going to go 330 feet up, basically, and then just land. Then they'll yeah. go forward, backwards, and you know, kind of, kind of fly around a little bit. Yeah, it's an interesting tech demo. And granted, it would be a lot different. But there's one they want to send to the moon of Saturn called Titan. It's uh-huh. called Dragonfly. Yeah, and it's going to fly probably a lot more. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, that you know, that's that's going to be a cool one because you know we're so used to the rovers now. Like people don't realize. The Curiosity rover and this rover, I mean, they're the size of a car. These yeah. aren't little you know, desktop robots anymore. So we start flying around, see a whole lot of stuff a whole lot faster. Yeah, it'd be, be really cool. It's super exciting. I, uh, I'll i be glad. But it said it's going to be like six months before they even... Because they got to find a spot, you know, where it's nice and flat and no big rocks and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Right. So it's going to be a while, but it'll be really cool. I'll be excited to see when the pictures yeah. come out. <clears throat> anyway, well, I guess jump into uh, technology. And you, you put these two on here. I did kind of read them earlier about a time machine. Right, yeah. So there, there are two different articles talking about the same thing. And allegedly, the Chinese government is funding a new startup company that is pursuing a time machine with the promise of lengthening lifespan somehow. So... Nobody's really quite sure how that works, but allegedly a PowerPoint got leaked. They kind of showed some pictures of it in the uh, popular mechanics link, I think. And so that company and the Chinese government uh, both deny it. Of course. But I don't know. That's one that interests me because, you know, DARPA, even in the United States, they fund kind of off the wall stuff once uh-huh. in a while just because there's always the off chance that something really crazy could happen, right? You, you yeah. want to explore the fringes of science because that's where maybe some discoveries are going to be made, but. Well, it's kind of like that, that space, what's that space time gun? Uh, what the hell was it? Right. The one that was in the news a while back. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, they funded it off chance and supposedly, I mean, we, you know, we were talking about it on here and we read that there is a weapon they have. So. I don't know if there's a time, man, if they make a time machine, well, if there's a time machine, they've already made one. We just got to, you know, catch up. Right. I don't know. That's <laughs> because well, if there's a time machine, who controls the time machine? And yeah. so what are the rules about yeah. time travel? 
what do you change and what don't you change? And then you would also run into the question of, is time really kind of linear in the sense that there's maybe a past, a present and a future, but it's in like one line or is it like the Marvel movies where there's a million different threads of different timelines? possibilities happening all at once and if you do change the timeline you just bump and make you create another one instead right. of the instead of the butterfly effect your timeline i don't know i would kind of i mean and this is i going off of you know my little knowledge of time <laughs> i would think like the marvel thing just makes more sense you know the butterfly yeah. effect thing i just don't really you know but yeah, unfortunately, I take kind of a dimmer view of it, and I kind of think that uh, physics is going to tell us that that kind of time travel is not possible. And so that's the solution to all the time travel conundrums is that there's no going to the past. Right. Well, I just don't know how you do, you know? It, yeah, it just... Whatever. Maybe one day we'll find out. Who knows? But probably not. All right. Well, conspiracies, man. So... Glenn Maxwell's back in the news. Right. So she filed an appeal in her case to have her case dismissed, citing that part of the deal made in Florida was that all of the co-conspirators, co-conspirator types uh-huh. uh, basically would get off scot-free, basically, and, and not be prosecuted. Yeah. So if that ends up holding in court, that's going to be the last we hear of Ghislaine Maxwell. Yeah. You know, I think she was the, uh, I think she's always kind of been the, um, like, not the boss, you know, kind of always been the one in charge, you know. She's been the, the brains of the whole operation. What's that going to do to the QAnon crowd if, you know, Biden's president and then Ghislaine Maxwell walks in, like, June, I think, when all this stuff goes down? Oh, man. They are going to be fired up. Oh, my I know, God. Right? Oh, you know, they are still at at it, too. I was telling you guys the other night, and I I wish I could, I need to record the conversations. Because now it's become, so this guy I work with for the listeners, nice guy, super nice guy. And he's not stupid by any means. We talked about COVID and, you know, there's a, you know, the bullshit behind the masks and the PCR testing and how it was a, a political stunt and, you know, the stuff that is, is actual truth and, you know, the, you can actually, you can see the truth. But when we go, when he starts talking about QAnon, Trump, you're still your president. And I was like, you, you believe that? <laughs> That's what I said. I was, you believe that? And he was like, oh, Jeremy, I know. And I said, okay. He goes, March. It's going to come out in March. And I said, oh, okay. And then he started talking, and Trump's not only the president, but he is actually in charge of the world. Uh, he also said that Putin is dead, and he has a clone. Um, he's in charge of China, so whatever chancellor, whatever the fuck is, Xing Ping, whatever the fuck his name is, he's dead, and he has a clone. Oh, and then he started talking about all these uh, Congress people and how they're dead and they got clones. And then a lot of them have body doubles. And then he whipped his phone out and he showed me all these pictures of supposed body doubles. Like it had the original and then had the body double next to it. Um, but he did say Big Mike. Talk about Michelle and I laughed because <laughs> he's like, she got a big old dick. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, that crowd, they are still... 
they're they're fucking hellbent and not letting that faith go. And it's right. kind it's so, kind of scary. Trump, Trump didn't get convicted in his impeachment trial today, right? Yeah. So that's over with. So I, I I don't know. I just wonder. Regardless of of the Q thing and how much the Q thing lasts, or if the Q label gets dropped, that energy is going to go somewhere. Hmm. And what does it go toward? And who does it go toward? Well, wait. Guys like the guy you're describing, right? He's not going to just wake up one day and. Oh, it's no, not that real. sucks. I guess I'll forget all that. No, yeah. he's not. It, you know, it'll become something else, but it's going to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. Well, and this guy's been following her for four years. He said so. He knows what Q. He knows what actual Q and on is. He's not. Know. He's not one of the ones who jumped on the bandwagon. You know, six months ago, or you know, three months ago, um, and didn't even know what QAnon was. He actually is deep into QAnon. So, you know, if and if you ask him, well, Trump didn't get convicted because he's still president. I just that that blows my mind that they say that well Biden the Biden you're seeing is not real Biden he's a clone and actually you know Air Force One the one that he's flying around in that's not real Air Force One it's like oh it's not no they they just got a regular plane they painted it to make it look like Air Force One <laughs> what like what <laughs> what that's the kind of stuff I can't get because <laughs> it must it, it would involve so many people so you know? many. And then to have that much secrecy with that many people that are around that many cameras and that many people in a crowd is just, it's not feasible, man. I mean, the yeah. military has a hard time protecting secrets. Well, yeah, fuck yeah. You know, even, even when they control who goes in and out and, you know, all that stuff. So. Yeah. I mean, have you ever played the game, the telephone game? You know, you usually do it in like team building exercises, but you know, you start, you go in a circle and you say something to somebody and then by the time it get back, gets back to you, it's completely different from what you said. And that's just kind of how like rumors and secrets and stuff unfold. Like people can't keep the same story. They can't keep the same thing. They can't keep a fucking secret. So you, you mean to think that these, I mean, thousands of people are really at this point knew about Air Force One or knew about this fake airplane and, and they got painted like Air Force One. They know that there's a clone and Biden's really not alive. What? Right. I just, I can't, I can't get on board with that. I mean, it just does, it's not possible. And I don't know. The, the bad thing is like a lot of these people think that like these QAnon people, they think Trump's like the next uh, Messiah. They really do. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, well, what? I and mean, he's, he's like, he's like, Trump's our savior, Jeremy. I was like, oh, I'm just like, okay. I just, I don't even know what to say, you know? And then we we talked about the, the kids, you know, and the sex trafficking and stuff. And then he shows me some pictures of this. You seen this, Jeremy? This is drone footage of the White House. And it has this picture of the White House where there's like all this construction going on. And it looks photoshopped as hell. And Oh, yeah. You can't just fly a drone up around the White House. Right. And he's like, yeah. He's like, this right here. He goes, Jeremy. There was all these tunnels that went into the White House, and he goes in to talk about the Pizzagate thing with the underground tunnels and the you know funneling children back and forth at three o'clock in the morning. Talks about that. It's just, yeah, I don't know. I would say he's probably ninety nine percent there. He's he's lost a teeny bit because he he, he did say quite a few times. Oh, I hope I'm right. I hope I'm right. Because there was forever where QAnon, they never even thought that. It was, nope, this is going to happen. I know it's going to happen. So I think he's probably lost a teeny bit of faith, but he's still, I mean, he's still headstrong as hell. And there's a lot of people out there like that. So we'll see. Uh, 
You think Trump runs again in 2024? No, I don't. I don't. I'd kind of like to see him run again as a big troll. I don't know. I think if he does run again, I, I think it's going to hurt hurt us more than it's going to do anything good. Because I yeah. would like to see someone like Cruz, Paul, you know, uh, something of that nature, you know, go yeah. go instead. Because if if Trump wins, you know, I've never and I've never won, been one to subscribe to the third party. You know, it steals votes from this party or that party. I always thought that was really stupid because, no, those people voted for that party. But at the same time, if Trump does run again, it will take votes away from, like, a Cruz Paul or, you know, some other candidate. Now, depending on who the candidates are, if it's Cruz and Paul, I'd be like, fuck yeah, I'm all in. But if it's someone, I don't know, like Romney or, you know, I'd I'd be like, well, fuck, where's Trump at? But I guess depending on who it is, it could be very devastating because... If he does run again, I mean, you got, what, 74 million people? So you're going to have a giant chunk of that still go vote for him again. But is it enough? I don't know. I also think he's, what, 73 or 74 or something like that? Right. He's pretty old. old Biden is now. Yeah, that's pretty fucking old. I mean, I don't know. He's already, he's unhealthy as shit. He eats fucking cheeseburgers all, all, all the time. Lives off fast food. I just, I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. I I have a hard time thinking that Trump wouldn't run again. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I mean, because I I could also, on the same thing that tells me, oh, his ego is going to make him run again. I could also see, well, his wounded ego, he's going to act like he's going to run again, but then he's not going to run again. But he's going to explain it as, oh, well, I got somebody else to do it. Right. Because he's never going to take a back seat. So he's, oh, he's no, going to be no. a part of whatever happens in 2024, one way or another, I think. Mm-hmm. I think if the Republicans do sort of shun him, if, and if he doesn't stay away voluntarily, then I think we will see uh, some kingmaker drama. You know, even if the Republicans don't like split up and have a third party thing, like if Trump says, I want this guy, and the Republicans put up somebody else, you know, that'll be a... Oh, it'd be a big deal. Yeah. Well, he's not done. Even though he got acquitted today, he's not done. I was reading earlier that he now he has the end. Well, he's going to have to go through courts and trials and shit now. I I didn't read much into it. I don't understand. They're looking at a bunch of crap in New York that they've been looking at for years. And I mean, they're going to find a way to get that guy. Yeah. Which, you know, I, man, I don't know. That's on the whole conspiracy note. That is one that that's how you get conspiracies because it's like, man, just let it go. And then what's yeah. the reason that you won't let it go? Right. right. Because you have to prove any of the shit you've been saying. So what are you really afraid of? So it gives room for that conspiracy of, you know, sure to, to grow. And yeah, four years, this dude spent the last four fucking years battling Democrats, you know, Russia gay, then impeachment number one, and it's just thing after thing after thing. He finally gets out, and then they're still trying to go after his ass. It's like fuck me, let it go. I don't, I don't think they're going to. They're, I don't know. They may yeah. never. They may go after this guy. <clears throat> I think he got him where it hurts him. I don't know. Well, although I have no faith in it at this point. Um, I don't know. You still got to wonder about the John Durham thing that's mm-hmm. in the background. It, it seems like he's going to 
drop a giant nothing burger, you know, seeing as how the Kleinsmith guy just walked away with probation. But uh, I don't know. We'll be hearing from that at some point this year, I think. Which to me, if it was going to be a big nothing burger, I don't know. I mean, I, I see why they would drag it out because they want as much time between the end and the beginning as possible. But mm-hmm. it almost seems like, shoot, they have all the people in power right now. So if it was a nothing burger, why wouldn't they just drop it and get over with it? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Elon Musk just tweeted. Who the fuck's... The Russia Kremlin? Oh! The fucking... Putin! (laughs) He just tweeted Putin and asked if he'd like to... Join him on a conversation on Clubhouse. Oh, really? Oh, I guess that was at 3 o'clock today. Sorry. I thought that was like... It just it just came up on my phone. Huh. Anyway, it's interesting. I'm wondering what they want to talk about. Um, speaking of Elon, uh, Tesla buying $1.5 billion in Bitcoin. So what do you... Yeah, so... That's a that's an interesting one because I, I got... I have to wonder. Like, I realize I don't even understand the crypto shit. But everybody can kind of see that, like, the central bank thing and the fiat currencies are running amok. Uh-huh. So, I don't know. There's an awful lot of attention on cryptos. And then when you see a company like Tesla and a guy like Elon throwing down on it and then saying you might even be able to make purchase with it in the future. And uh-huh. then even, like, MasterCard has said they're going to start incorporating the, uh, the stable coins, which is, like, the U.S. dollar coin and stuff. But it's still, it's a baby step. Yeah, I am. And one if crypto fluctuate, uh, you yeah. know, at some point it's going to be, hey man, pay me in a crypto because there's the off chance that I could end up actually getting more than what I sold it to you for, you know, a week from yeah. now. Yeah. So that is right there though. That because you can also go the opposite way. So that's my mm-hmm. only thing with like with cryptos right now. So like the U.S. dollar, yeah, it, the value is always changing of the U.S. dollar, but we don't see it like right then and right there like we do bitcoin and like the market doesn't have a chance to catch up so even though the dollar is constantly fluctuating like you can go to the store and you can buy you know your your loaf of bread and it's not going to change overnight or over the course of 12 hours you know really what what you would get for that dollar or those couple dollars so let's say you get that you know you you get your paycheck in bitcoin cool awesome you get paid direct deposit midnight goes in and you got paid on a thousand dollars Okay, cool. But then, and it's, and it's a thousand dollars USD, whichever is however many you know fucking uh, satoshis. Um, but then you the next morning that you that you, it may be a thousand dollars USD, but that that may be you know maybe uh, I don't know eleven hundred dollars could have gone up a hundred dollars overnight, or it could have dropped a hundred dollars because right now we still have to go back and convert back to US dollars, you know. So I think that could be a major problem right now until it sort of. I guess all the bitcoins have been mined. You know what I'm saying? And like, there's, it's not right. It kind of stabilizes out a little bit, I guess. And Bitcoin's the oldest, and it still fluctuates like crazy. So I don't know. I think it's going to be a few years before that kind of like slows down a little bit. Definitely. And I, I know we've talked about it outside podcasts, but. 
ones like Ripple or like that Stellar Lumens, uh-huh. because they're more, you know, the the work of an actual payments network focused. Uh-huh. If one of those was to be adopted as like the model, one of those cryptos I could see evening out because there's a, there's a kind of a price fixed with doing business, right? Whereas Bitcoin is kind of hung up in the it's a big old giant investment, you know, it's digital gold kind of thing. So mm-hmm. everybody's just rushing for it. Yeah. So I don't know that it would really ever be Bitcoin that is the one that sees the, any kind of real stability. I think it's always going to be kind of, yeah. A come on. Needs to be doggy coin. Everybody go buy doggy coin. Right. <laughs> I, uh, it went up and then it was going back down again. I was like $20 ahead and I was like, fucking A. <laughs> Keep on going. Then it went dropped. I was like, well, it'll go back up. <laughs> Just need Elon to tweet about it again or something like that. <laughs> right. But. I put all the money I had in there onto that, uh, into the Stellar stuff. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I was going to move over and I was going to cash all my Bitcoin out. And uh, I made a little bit of money, like 20 bucks, you know, and I was going to like, I was happy with that, you know, I, I was playing with a hundred dollars. And uh, I was going to cash it out and change over to uh, one of those blockchain wallets. Like, I have the blockchain wallet and I have the lobster wallet. and You can yeah. buy Bitcoin and uh, Lumens in both. And uh, I was I use Cash App for Bitcoin. I have too many, too many fucking apps that I play with crypto in. And uh, it wouldn't work because for some reason... Because so Cash App is kind of like a bank account. You can buy you can buy Bitcoin in it, but when you cash it out, it just converts it right back to USD. And then you can, you have a debit card. I have a debit card with it. And then you can just use... I linked my that debit card to the blockchain wallet. And for some reason, it wouldn't go through. It kept declining it. I don't know why. Um, so I wasn't able to do it, so I just ended up buying back into the Bitcoin. But then I had to pay the $2 fee, you know, so I lost out on that, but I'm gonna I'm gonna cash it out eventually. I think I was gonna play with that because I've been kind of eyeballing it, and it has gone up. And I was like, it went down a little bit and it went back up again earlier today. I think like fifty six cents or something like that is what yeah. it was. So so when I when I got into it, it was still in the twenties, twenty cents ish. You know, in that hmm. between twenty and 30. and uh, it got up to like sixty one the other day, and then it's gone down a little bit. Yeah. And the highest it's ever been, like when it first started, it got all the way up to like a dollar twelve. So, damn, I'm not playing with like any significant sum of money or anything. But the way I look at it, you know, if it went from you know thirty cents to sixty cents, well, hell, I just doubled my money, right? Absolutely, so, yeah. My, my Bitcoin, right? If it goes from forty five to forty eight, you know, that's a ton of money. But like, it's it's not really that huge of a gain for somebody who's only playing with couch money basically so and that's what i do anywhere from like 10 to i the most i've done is the bitcoin now nah, i take that back i did doggy coin i did 160 there just playing around but that's about it like 100 you know 150 bucks or something like that and uh i just i can't for i can't see myself jumping like thousand dollars in it you know i just the potential of losing that because i'm not a gambler anyways so i just i, I can't and also, you know, like people like day trade and stuff, and you could you could make money off of crypto if you sat in front of the fucking screen all day and watched it go up, up, sell, and then if yeah. you and played them small ass, you know, gains and dips, like you could do it. But God, that's that would just be 
Yep, that's, I got a cousin a- who does that, and he does uh, he does pretty good. Yeah, but yeah, like you said, he spends all day in front of the computer, and he's not playing with you know a few hundred bucks. He's playing with several thousand dollars. Yeah, and so you know, obviously the risk there is a lot higher. Yeah, and, it, and that, that's a job. You have to be paying attention. You can't just kind of you know turn the computer on, go make yourself a sandwich, kind of mosey on back if you're if you're really you know doing it. So anyway. So apparently there's a, well, stupid ads just killed my browser, but there's a company BitPay. There's a prepaid Uh MasterCard that you can load with like Bitcoin, basically. Uh You can use that with Apple Pay. So you could, in theory, use Apple Pay to send Bitcoin. So baby steps, it's getting there. That's one I think we talked about the other day. As soon as, you know, one of these built-in payment processors, you know, like the Apple Pay thing or Uh PayPal, uh, starts getting with it, that's going to be the game changer because then it's going to go from kind of the well, Coinbase is kind of weird and the exchange thing is weird and I have a million different wallets. To, as yeah. soon as they get moved out to something like PayPal or Apple Pay, oh, it, yeah, it's a, done. And that's what I've my kind of hang up is because right now wallets I only have well, and I have three. I have right. that blockchain wallet, I have the Stellar X wallet, and then I have the Lobster wallet, and then. Robinhood, you can buy and sell crypto some, but you it just when you sell it, it converts it back to the dollar, and the same thing right. with PayPal and the same thing with Cash App. So I have like six different services I can play around with crypto. I would like to go down to one, you know, right? And I I don't know. I wonder if Apple jumps on that. It seems like an Apple kind of thing. It really does. Not gambling on crypto, but like making it feasible, mm-hmm. you know. Buy my next iPhone with uh, with whatever's lumens or something like that. Right. So speaking of like techie stuff, and the last one we have for conspiracies, you, you put that article in there, but it's talking about tech companies could form basically their own towns and make their own little mini governments. That's what yeah. Nevada's doing to entice uh, people to come in to, I guess, start new, bring you know, new ideas and start new uh, tech businesses in Nevada. Yeah. Uh, I. That's that's. Kind of freedom in its finest, let people do their own thing. I, I think in a sort of libertarian utopia, sort of kind of corporate government would be more common, you mm-hmm. know, because if you're going to live near where you work and, and things like that, it would be more community oriented. Where, you know, now there's, I don't know, there was a video game I played on PS3, it was called Haze. Uh-huh. It was in the future, and you were basically in a corporate army. And you kind of unpacking this plot, and uh, I don't know. I think we're headed there one way or another. It kind of even goes uh-huh. back to the whole SpaceX landing on the moon versus the U.S. government. Yeah, you know, at some point the corporations are nations. You know, oh, sh- uh, absolutely, sure. Hell, the ones, the ones now, you know, Google and Facebook and Apple, they've got more monies than a lot of countries do. So, why not? Yeah, and um. I like it better than just like tax breaks, you know, because that's yeah. that's the biggest. It's the, it's the only incentive any city or state or county or whatever will take the uh, the Wichita. What the fuck's the name of that wind surge? The new, uh, right. you know, the new, the old, the new. I don't know. We even call it an arena, but you call it the field. You know, the stadium. Like we we paid for that. They wanted to bring in a new team, and they wanted the you know new owner and. Blah, 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 you name it. So we end up having to pay 
for that stadium. So we we paid for a private business to build their fucking facility, and you know that's that they gave them the, that tax credit. You know, hey, we'll do this for you if you bring your business here because it's going to help the community later on. Blah blah blah. And that's the only thing they really have is that kind of stuff and like tax breaks. But it's like, hey, this is a whole new different idea, and it's like you just kind of make your own town. And you you know you have to you have to buy this many amount of anchors. Acres, and uh, you know, in the beginning, they said in the article that they would provide the you know the services like fire and police and, and you name it. But there was like a certain time when the uh, the corporation at this point would be the town would have to provide their own stuff. Like, well, that's not so bad, you know. And it could, it could go bad at the same time as it could go very good. But I guess if it goes bad, everybody moves out and just kind of says fuck it, and the corporation fails. So you know, it's kind of a the free market and like the I don't know the kind of the way like you said the way things are just kind of supposed to be, so right. it'd be uh, it'd be really interesting to see if that actually ever amounts to anything or not. I like the idea. I think it's going to eventually. It's just a matter of how easily do we get there. You know, is there going to have to be this giant collapse of civilization, or yeah. can civilization as it is just kind of step aside and say, "Hey, we're on our way out. You guys figure it out." Yeah, I don't know. I think that's kind of where we're at, and that's why there's so much tension. I don't. Nobody really knows what the answers are, but well, we all the, the answer's there. It lies in 50 individual states, like we already have. Yeah, you know, I, I just it. I talk to people. I talk to people about this all the time, and, and they, it's like you know, our founding fathers realized that like collectivism, collectivism on a mass scale, like these, you know, 330 million people is a bad idea. It just does not work because not everybody thinks the same. So, and yeah, I know we didn't have fifty, you know, fifty states back then. We had thirteen, but they realized that hey, there's different kind of people. So let's break this shit up and make you know like smaller countries. And now we have fifty. It's and I, I've said this on the podcast, and I'll probably keep saying it. But it's like if you want to live in this socialist utopia that you think you know. And California wants to be like that, then move to California. In California, you are more than welcome to operate under. You, you can do that, as long right. as you aren't forcing people, you know, to to live there, and and you won't let people out. Then you are more than welcome to do that. If people can come and go as they please, and you know, if Texas, if you guys want to be the capitalism, you know, state of the United States, and you guys want to do your own thing, like it's like perfect. You do that, as long as you're not forcing people to stay there, and blah blah blah. Right. And the founding fathers knew this, but we've done forgot that we are 50 individual countries, you know, 50 individual cultures even, because the culture between like Maine and, and, and Alabama are completely different, you know, just go do your own fucking thing. And that's the beauty. It's like, I, I don't, and I know it's not that easy. You know, we can't just pick up and say, fuck it. I'm going to move to wherever I get it. But at the same time, you do have that option. You know, you have the option to say, you know what, screw this. I don't want to live like this anymore. Um, I want to live in a place like California, you know. And it may not be as easy as just packing your house up one day and moving. Nothing's easy in life. But you can it can still be done. In all reality, somebody like California who wants to have this socialist-type country or this socialist-type state where the government pays for everything, the taxpayers, but... They would probably even go as far as to offer people, hey, we will pay for you to move here. Almost like corporations do now when they help relocate people, you know? It's already right. happens. So it just would happen on a different scale. So 
anywho, but I don't know. That, that kind of brings up the very last one that we had on here that I wanted to talk about last week, but I totally forgot about. And it's like the ultimate dick joke one. Um, really just kind of what furthers us up the creek. Like, so I honestly, I don't know any of his music, but Lil Uzi Vert spent $24 million and got a pink diamond embedded in his forehead. That's heroic. <laughs> Why? I just, what? You know, I think, think about that. Think about this rapper who's uh, flaunting everything he has and spends $24 million and puts a fucking diamond. I mean, it's not coming out. It's an implant. And then you have someone like Elon Musk who wears dorky t-shirts and just, you know, Rich as shit, second, well, is always going back and forth. But he's, I think he's back to number two, richest man in the world right now. You know, I I just, culture. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not trying to be racist by any means. I don't understand how, I guess, and, and not every rapper is like that, because this, this could be taken way out of context. But like someone like... Uh, Oh, 50 Cent. You know, he started Vitamin Water. Smart guy, took the money he made off off his rap career and went a different direction with it. Um, I don't know. Dr. Dre, he, he created headphones. Jay-Z. Oh, I don't know. He did something. I forget. Yeah, um, he's got like vodka and he yeah. owns a couple recording studio type things. Yeah, Kanye has a shoe line. They, found they, they got this money and they put it into like a business. They invested it into something that is going to create a return. Yeah, they were smart. A fucking diamond embedded in your forehead gives you nothing besides publicity. Well, um, I guess the diamond is worth money. I don't know sure. what the diamond is worth, but... 24 million. But yeah, it's kind of one of those flex moves, you know? Yeah, exactly. And I, I don't... And that's not a, a, a black or a white, or a, that's a, that's an every color thing. You know, there's people that take your money and go do something with it. That's, and it doesn't always have to be a monetary investment. And maybe that's maybe we're completely in the wrong, and maybe his investment is the PR that he's getting out of it. And that sure. that's all that is an investment. I just it's so weird when you see young stupid people do stuff like that because I'm sure this guy's going to look back on this because it's not. I hardly doubt this 24 million dimer is going to stay in his head. For the rest of his life, because one day he's going to need that twenty-four million dollars because he blew it on shit like the fucking twenty-four million dollar diamond. So he's going to have to get it taken out, and he's going to have to go fucking pawn it. Just think about, you know, I'll probably could have made better decisions, right? I just think that's like the the ultimate retard move is to get a fucking diamond embedded in your forehead. Dumb as shit. That's a fact. Yeah. Um, have you got your Starlink hooked up? No, I, did, I ended up not ordering it because I saw that it, it wasn't the uh, beta invite. It's basically just a big pre-order thing, which I think they are shipping them out to people. But, you know, I didn't want to pay like, you know, 600 bucks and then have to wait six months. Yeah. But I also need to, they have an app to see how good the services you'll get. I need to get up on my metal building and see if, if I'm still kind of too surrounded by trees or if I'm going to need to see what I have to do to build like a radio tower on top of the roof. Yeah. Do you need to get one of those old, uh, like antennas, you know, people used to have the big, yeah. Old, like yeah. Ham radio kind of thing. You yeah. Know, that I could set the dish on. Yeah. Is that what it is? It's a satellite dish. Yeah. It's a, it's just a little satellite dish. It's not very big, but it just has to have a, 
clear view of the sky because the I think the goal is that there's eventually going to just be always some satellites going overhead somewhere, but they're not always going to be uh-huh. right overhead. Sometimes they'll be pretty close to the horizon. So if you've got trees, and then that happens to be the only place where there's satellites at the time, then you're just oh. not going to have service. So yeah, they're not quite ready for prime time, but they're getting there. Yeah, I, he was talking about it on his uh, latest episode with him and Rogan. Yeah. Um, and it's definitely for something that out in the country, because that's what he designed it for. He does, he did not design it for people in the city. That's what your five G towers are for. So I was like, that's kind of cool that they decided, hey, let's give something because you know, okay, so most your your companies, you know, like internet service service providers right now, the money's in the cities, so they don't they've never they don't even focus on country people, you know, right? Um, but him, he's like, well, fuck it, you know, I want to give the world internet so you can be on antarctica and he talked about that you know no people on antarctica are going to hate and eventually it's going to be uh gigabit speeds is what he wants right and so that's really fucking cool um and satellite internet's been around for a long time it's just always been kind of slow so it's kind of cool that he's gonna put his technology into it and uh make it better and quicker and faster and everything else so absolutely yeah because i i look too just for shits and giggles and I downloaded the app and I was like, I don't know what this means. It was just like, basically was like pre-order me. And I was like, nah, not right now. Right. But yeah. I, and I live in town, so I don't need it anyway. It claimed that it would be ready kind of in Southern Kansas by the middle of this year. So if, I mean, if it is like a legit, like, here you go, it should work. Then I'll definitely look yeah. into it. I get pretty tired of the, the DSL thing. I mean, it's not bad some days, but. Now, yeah. You're still going over a phone line though. Right. So even though it's quick for phone lines, but it's still slow. It's right. funny. We recently upgraded our internet. We had Cox and we upgraded to AT&T fiber optic. They, uh, it was a finally available where we live it for the longest time. It wasn't, and it was just DSL. Um, so Cox was way quicker. Well, they finally upgraded, but it's, it's funny. You know, it's, it's fiber optic until you get to your house. Then it's, right. then it's like, well, even then, I let me take that rewind. It's fiber optic to the main box. That is, this one happens to be just like basically on the back side of my yard, right on the other side of my fence. It's seventy-five feet away, but from there to my house, it's cable, and then from the from you know the outside of the house to the inside, it's Cat Five. So it's like, well, it's not make it fiber optic the entire way because if you could do that, that would be fast ass speeds. Right, but that'll never happen. Well, maybe one day. I don't know. I could probably. I don't know. You could probably buy a router with that. Maybe I don't know. And do that yourself. Yeah, I don't know. Trench and line is not expensive, so if that's all it took, you just had to get them to plug it in. So well, and that even that being said, so the guy that came over to so they hire a you know a contractor to come out and uh, and to do the trenching, right? And he had a trencher, and I'm like, hey. Like he's gonna bring it in my backyard, and I'm like, I, don't, I was like, I was like, hey, I said, um, you driving that in my backyard? And he's like, yeah. I said, ah, I said, you're gonna tear up the grass. He goes, no, it's frozen. I looked at him. I was like, hmm, you know. He's like, no, I do this all the time. I was like, ha. And then he couldn't get it started. And I was like, cool. Um, he ended up going back there, and I, it's called a trenching spade, and it's like a, you know, it's like a spade, so it's like a flat shovel kind of. But it's probably 16 inches wide, 
and it's just kind of like a half circle, you know. Um, they just stick it in the ground about six inches and just wobble it back and forth and kind of opened up the ground. You know, she only yeah. got to be about six inches in or whatever, maybe eight inches in. Holy shit, this guy went from my house to the fence 15 minutes. Because you nice. just stick it in, wiggle it back and forth, stick it in. So, thinking about the studio, you know, I've always had a goal of running the line in the ground and having full-time electricity out here instead of an extension cord like we've had for the past year. And I was like, holy shit, I'm just going to look, you can buy them at a, at Home Depot Lowe's, you know, in your lumber yards for like 30, 40 bucks. It's a fucking shovel. So I'm just going to do that. You can buy galvanized conduit. Code is to bury six inches deep, at least with galvanized conduit. So I don't even have to worry about going down to my sprinkler system and hitting that. So I'll have the, like the PEX that goes basically to the, you know, above ground, Right, right underground. Then you go hook into galvanized, galvanized to the house, and then I'm just gonna work, look into paint electrician to come out. And I'm just gonna have them hook it up. I'll run everything and have it hooked up to the, uh, you know, my meter right on the back of the house, right. and, I'll, and I'll end up putting a, a breaker panel in here. It'll be full time electricity after that. Not to worry about Sweet. a damn thing. That'll be nice because then I can put a bigger heater out here, uh, the air conditioner and stuff. Won't have to worry about tripping breakers and stuff. It'll be a dedicated circuit. So when it warms up, I'm gonna start doing that sweet yeah it'll be great but anywho all right man well i guess that probably about wraps it up so yep sounds good all right man i'll talk to you later see you bye